Mad Search for Muscle, Season 2, Episode 2. Welcome. This is going to be a good one. At least I sure hope it is because I put a lot of work into this one. It's It was actually originally going to be Episode 1, but then I decided to do the episode all about New Year's resolutions and goals and that, which I'm glad I did, and Actually, my resolutions have been going really, really well, so I'm happy to report that. Every day I've been updating a little diary log, and I'm keeping track of the books I'm reading and the information I'm learning so I can review it, and hopefully some of it sticks. But I've been doing a lot of reading lately, actually, and I've been studying a lot of uh, neuroscience and some uh, kinesiology and 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 those kinds of things and it's funny how things start connecting which I guess makes sense when you're talking about the central nervous system and and how that interrelates with different parts of the body it's it's quite fascinating and it's brought me a lot of cool ideas and then this in conjunction with the my continuing study of Things like philosophy and psychology. I've just had a lot of ideas coming together and I think partly what what spurred this this uh, idea that I'm about to get into also was related to the concept of the uh, the alter ego which I've talked about at length in season one and I really wanted to maximize that. So what happened was while I was studying this, I I fleshed out, kind of actually in, in reverse order, fleshed out a a method that seemed to make a lot of sense. So so that's what I'm going to be sharing today. I did want to begin with a little bit of the background of some of the ideas, at least at a high level, that I've been working with, so that hopefully it can help give a little bit of an appreciation of how I got to this uh, collection of ideas. So there's 10 steps in this process, and most of them are in the form of question. So I'm going to start off with uh, some of the concepts from a biological standpoint. So, So while we're awake, we're constantly getting information. Our body is great at taking data in. And we take that in via our senses. Visually, uh, audio, even, even taste and touch. So the information that comes from these senses goes to our brains in various areas of the brain. Now what this has to do is the information has to pass through essentially what you might think of as a database because we need to know if it's new information or if it's known information because those are handled differently. So we have the brain has to determine whether it's known and if it is known you know go through like I say, the, the kind of database, if you want, and 
interpret it, know what to do with it, know how to make decision based on that. Same thing if it's new, it goes through a different path to figure out, okay, what is my best course of action? Look at all the variables. All this is happening faster than you can blink. It's really quite amazing. There's, there's parts of the brain that interpret what we see and they translate it into language and they, and same with emotions, when we see emotions or when we experience emotions and, and express emotions, there's different parts of our brains that are, are set up to do that. It's, it's really quite amazing. So, and, and then all this kind of comes together in a way that is seamless. It's a whole lot of processes, but it feels like one. So we feel like one individual and, and we feel what some people have called meanness. So this is important to the discussion because I just wanted to, um, Sorry, I had a bit of mic trouble there. So, yeah, all these... Uh, again, I don't want to get too detailed, but we've got... Working with this information, we've got brain neurons, which have dendrites on them, and they connect one to the other with synapses. And so they're sending signals that are both electrical and chemical. To, to one another. So the the chemical ones, those are referred to as neurotransmitters, which I've talked about before. You might be familiar with dopamine, serotonin, and acetylcholine. So these neurotransmitters create the emotional signals that we experience to help influence this meanness, if we're if we can call it that. Um, so they appear to exist as, the, the neurotransmitters appear to exist as an evolutionary way to keep us alive, essentially, so that, because they happen instantaneously. We, we experience these quicker than we can process our rational thoughts. But of course, it stands to reason that not every emotion is necessarily going to be 100% accurate to the situation. So this is where learning to manage and even master your emotions becomes important to, how would I put it? to living a in a way that is as productive as possible but more than that it's it's a sign of maturity and again you want to, if we're to talk about evolutionary things that is an extremely attractive quality somebody who's able to manage their emotions rather than have their emotions control them and one of the things that that uh, triggers these happy feelings, dopamine specifically, is being 
in pursuit of a goal. So when we have a goal and we know that we're making progress towards it. So that happy feeling that we get when we're doing it, it's great. It's fantastic. It helps drive us forward. However, it needs to be said that, that shouldn't be the reason for pursuing a goal. And I say that because that feeling can be synthesized with drugs. So I thought about this a lot. If it's, if it's true that we can mimic that feeling, does that diminish its importance? And my feeling is that while we're pursuing something good, something meaningful, and we get these feelings of happiness for being actively pursuing and moving towards a goal, we're also affecting the outside world in a positive way, hopefully. So it seems to me that a pursuit towards something meaningful would begin by addressing these following questions. And as anything, the quality of the answers you come up with will be determined upon how honestly you can answer them, even when being honest is difficult. So, question number one of ten, or step one. Question is, what is the map? So, this question is essentially a way of narrowing down the scope of what you want to improve upon and uh, without necessarily knowing the specifics of that. So, as an example, that might, uh, that map might be physical development. It might be some uh, academic pursuit you want to have. So to help translate this abstract map into something tangible, I found the best way to do it, at least for me, was uh, I went to the dollar store, got a notebook, and started uh, one of those ones with a calendar in it uh, and started making notes of all this thing, beginning with, of course, answering these questions. And one of the additional benefits of doing this, at least for me, has been that it's, it, it relieves anxiety. It's putting you in the driver's seat of where you want to go. Um, I had an interesting example of this abstract idea come up in my life when a friend of mine posted this picture that supposedly was going viral. I don't know if it was or not because this is the only place I've seen it, but maybe it was. It was a, it was a picture, like a cartoon uh, drawing, whatever. And what it had was it had a racetrack and on it were three men in suits lined up beside three women in kind of pantsuits. Now, on the men's track, they were, it was just a regular track. On the women's track, there was all kind of obstacles. There was a washing machine and an ironing board and things like this. And the caption on the picture was motherhood. So, the, the, it's a little bit of a deceptive picture because at first glance it looks like, oh yeah, you know, women, 
women generally do have a lot more obstacles in this way when you factor in the household type things that they're often stuck with doing. But something wasn't sitting right with me. And what I came to realize after thinking about it was that the problem is that the women's map and the men's map aren't the same. They shouldn't be on the same racetrack, realistically, because if you're, if this racetrack is financial advancement or career advancement or whatever, it's, you're not going to get there by pursuing motherhood. Motherhood is a different track and a different map than career goals. So at least be honest about it. They shouldn't be on the same track. And and this is kind of what I mean by it. I don't want to um I don't want to dwell on this one little picture, but it the concept I find is quite important that we need to the first thing we need to do is to figure out what is the actual map that we're on. I, this is a step that I feel we skip over oftentimes. We just jump ahead to this next question. Okay, so next, you should write down the answers to the next three questions. So question number two, or step two, uh, this is a pretty important one, and again, I think we often uh, skip past this one. So that question is, where am I on this map right now? So once we've determined what the map is, where are you on it? And I think what the tendency to do is to first say, where do I want to be on this map? So I'm asking that you first determine where you are. And then question three is going to be asking, where would I like to be in relation to where I currently am? So, of course, this third question is where we're essentially laying out our goal. And just as a quick rule of thumb, the, the best guidelines I've come across for making this goal is to give it a deadline, make it something that is possible, realistically possible within that the time frame, and but also at the same time make it ambitious. So making it possible and ambitious at the same time will help you to push yourself to your limits, find your limits, push them, and uh, but at the same time, um, should avoid you getting too down on yourself um, if you're not able to fully get there. Um, just as a side note, uh, because I talked about the importance of of um, or, or not not the importance, but the the power of moving towards a goal in terms of the emotions. Uh, I'd say Jonathan Haidt wrote a really good book that outlines this. It's called The Happiness Hypothesis. So if if you're wanting more on that, definitely check that book out. And with the next, next question, we're actually going to break it down a little bit further by asking what is the next checkpoint along the way. So what this does is similar to a concept that Jocko Willink... 
wow, I, I butchered that name, Jocko Willink talked about in his book Extreme Ownership and in his podcast he talks about this too, about the power of having goals, kind of mini goals that are in sight in conjunction with the ultimate goal. So just to recap here, those first four questions, because they kind of group together. One, what is the map? Two, where am I on the map right now? Three, what is my ultimate destination? And four, what is the next checkpoint on the way towards that destination? Okay, question five kind of changes gears a little bit here, and it's asking the question, why is it important? And the follow-up might be a series of why questions until we uh, whittle it down to something that touches upon your core values. Again, I, I talked about this one at length as well. There was a whole episode dedicated to why having a why is important, and that's what this one is uh, all about. Uh, one of the little tricks I've found to be helpful here is actually writing it down in long form. So I say, I'll, I'll give the example of myself. So I would say, why is it important to me to be in good shape? And so once I come up with an answer to that, then, uh, for example, it might be um, because I feel better when I look better. And then, again, you you would ask, okay, well, why is that important? And and you keep going down and down. It might have to do with your family. It might have to do with something um, something that you can leverage to be extremely powerful in this pursuit. Um, so moving on to question six, this would be what are my uncompromising rules that I will not violate in this pursuit? So what this is doing is this is taking putting integrity into the mix. It's and again it's it's an attempt to avoid doing this in an unethical way, in a way that will make you uh, violate your own rules. Because as we're moving down this this path, if we become too single minded uh, on on one thing and don't pay attention to how we're getting there then it can become easy to find shortcuts and find ways to achieve these things in in ways that that aren't in harmony with our character. So let's go on to question seven. How can I? Sorry, let me let me try that one again. Question seven. Um, wow. Question seven. How would I tell someone else who is in my position to get there? What we're doing in this question or this step is we're making it impersonal. Sometimes we don't believe ourselves to be capable of something. And this gives us a limitation of another kind, which is that we... We don't sometimes know how much we can do when we, when it's all about ourselves because 
because our potential is untapped. It's unknown to us. Yet it's easy to look on the outside and say, well, you need to do this, you need to do that. I mean, we see this all the time with people and it's because it's easier. It's much easier to do. So what, what I want to do in this step is make it easier on ourselves. So how would you tell someone else? If someone was basically in the same spot where you are, so they are 20 pounds heavier than they want to be, how would you tell that person to go about doing it? Uh, there's another reason why I've, I've put this here because it's it's because when we think outside of ourselves, it also has the additional benefit of bringing happiness. And we see this is true, for example, when you're when you demonstrate gratitude, this is thinking outside yourself. And it's, it makes you happier, but it also makes the people around you happier. And it makes you more of a, a likable person to them. So the next, the next step, I know I'm kind of going right through them quite quick here, but, and this is, this ties in quite nicely with the previous question, which is if I were to create a fictional character and this was my objective, how would I do this? How would I accomplish this? So this is taking the previous one where you're, you're taking that, uh, how would you tell someone else? And now how would you tell yourself if you were a fictional character? It's kind of a neat intermediate step. And then step nine is how, or sorry, what would drive this character and keep them accountable? So again, keeping it impersonal but still personal so it's something that you can relate to yourself it's essentially you're creating a world for this alter ego character that you're creating for yourself and step 10 is to create a profile of this character uh, with a mental image so you're you're trying to create a mental image of this character and putting it onto your image of yourself and I find that it's also helpful to give this character a name. And uh, and that pretty much sums it up. So those are my 10 steps. Uh, just to recap, I'll go through them one by one here. So first of all, figuring out what is the map. Or you might, since we're talking about an alter ego here, what is the world of this alter ego character? What is, but I, I use the word map, so I'll stick with that. And where am I currently on this map? What is my ultimate destination? What is the next checkpoint? Then uh, why is this important? What un uncompromising rules will I have to follow in this pursuit? What would I tell somebody else who, who is in the same position? What would I tell them to do? Uh, if I were creating a fictional character, and their objective was the same, how would I write this person going about doing it? Uh, nine is what would drive that character forward? What would keep them accountable? And finally, uh, the, the last step, which isn't actually a question, which is the step of creating this character and making a mental image of it, giving them a name and utilizing this character when you go about pursuing your uh, goal. 
So hopefully this has been an interesting episode and I will leave it at that and see you next time.